and welcome to the Better Video Podcast. I'm Nick Francis, co-founder and chairman of Casual Films. This is the podcast that aims to make you a better video commissioner and producer. Today, I'm over the moon to be joined by... Oh, bless you, Denise. Excuse me. I'm delighted to be joined by uh, the director of uh, content marketing for employer brand at Marriott International, Denise Feldman. Marriott have been doing some really interesting work in this space. They've built an incredibly valuable and effective channel for their content marketing uh, for employer brand. Um, And so this promises to be a really interesting conversation. So anyway, without further ado, Denise, how are you? Hello, I'm great. Thanks, Nick. We're we're on. Thank you so much for those of you who've, who've bared with us. We had a tiny technical hitch, but we are... The show is on the road. Um, So, Denise, do you want to start by just telling us a little bit about yourself? Yes, of course. Um, My name is uh, Denise Feldman. I'm the Director of Content Marketing here at Marriott International, as Nick mentioned. Um, I've been with Marriott for 26 years, almost, um, and I I think we'll chat about that um, in a bit, and sort of in in terms of um, how my role and employer brand and content marketing in particular has evolved um, here at Marriott. Um, But uh, my role includes um, developing the content to best uh, reach job seekers and current associates. So the role, um, similar to brand marketing, where uh, some of you may be marketing a product, a program, a service. Uh, my role is marketing Marriott's employment experience. Um, and I think we'll talk more today about how we do that through video. Um, so I have a very fairly decent sized team. Um, but I like to say, I told Nick that when my mom asks me what I do, I say that I market Marriott as an employer of choice around the globe. Um, so we've got two different audiences in that case, uh, internal, our current associates and, and what we do, how we speak to them and continue to reinforce some of the factors that are differentiators between us and other hospitality um, companies. And then, of course, um, you know, put our put our word out and our, um, you know, messages out around our culture and employment experience out to um, those around the world who may be looking for a role um, that we may have. Excellent. Um, well, let's I've got a little video here uh, as an overview of exactly how you do that. So let's check that out. Marriott and broadcaster aren't two words you've heard together before, but a broadcaster we certainly are. And here's why. With our continued business growth around the world and faced with a rapid evolution in consumer needs, we've truly engaged job seekers and attract top talent, especially millennials and Gen Z. Because we know for sure that video keeps job seekers on our website for longer and is more memorable than written content, we need to provide them with the content that paints a true picture of what it's like to work here with a social media and mobile-first focus because that's the world they live in. At Marriott, we are enabling innovation. It's really part of who we are as a company these days, and that's super exciting. Marriott has built a sustained following by featuring video content on an always-on basis. With millions of visits to Marriott's career websites and 79% of traffic immediately viewing jobs, video is constantly pushed to job seekers at the point when they are making the decision to apply. 
There is a career path for many people at Marriott. This is a place that has a lot of opportunity for a lot of people. We target even more tightly by segmenting our content by brand, geography, and discipline. Internally, too, video drives broad associate engagement in support of HR programs to reinforce our culture and core values and drive retention among next-generation associates. Excellence in human resources is a significant driver of Marriott's success as the world's favorite travel company. And it's definitely working. We've produced more than 60 pieces of original video and podcast content that have been viewed more than 1.5 million times by our target audiences. Our videos are driving four times the level of engagement versus our written posts and 10 times the average engagement rates across industries in social media. Our podcasts are driving nine times the level of engagement versus our written posts and 25 times the average engagement rates across industries in social media. Social media channels continue to grow rapidly with Twitter up by 65%, LinkedIn up by 20%, Facebook in an industry-leading position with 1.2 million followers and an Instagram channel already among the largest career sites on the platform. Our CRM Stay In Touch database has 1.6 million job seekers with open rates far exceeding industry standards at more than 25%. Marriott as a broadcaster, you bet we are. So there we go. It's really impressive breadth of work that you've done there, um, particularly when we consider that, you know, you're doing this. This is not a kind of a Red Bull who have created this this breadth of content. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a hospitality group. Uh, so where do you begin with something as broad as that? Well, we started our um, content marketing and social media efforts about 10 years ago. Um, but. I need to take us back to sort of the infancy of the company because what's important to recognize for us is that um, we have a, a, a strong, you know, 90 plus year um, culture that was actually established when our founders established the company. And it, it's very simple. It's we have a, a what we call a um, people first culture. And there's a mantra that our founder um J.W. Marriott Sr. Um, sort of passed down his legacy. Um, and, and that was, you know, take care of your associates or your employees. They will take care of the customers and the customers will come back. And what's interesting about that is that um, his son, J.W. Jr., who is still um, one of the heads of our organization, um, whenever he or Arnie Sorensen, our CEO, travel around the world, no matter what property I visit or anybody visits, um, you know, when they walk in the door, what they hear is that mantra from all of our associates in all kinds of languages around the world. Um, so it is really stuck. And um, from the founders on forward, they've invested in that culture. So Mr. Marriott Sr. was um, a doctor to take care of, you know, our associates when we had, um, you know, a couple of hotels and long before, you know, healthcare benefits were ever um, mm. on anyone's radar screen. And so I mentioned that because we've got a very strong legacy of marketing that culture. Um, it's what differentiates us from other hotel companies and quite honestly, other Fortune 500 companies uh, where we 
um, look for talent. And mm -hmm. so I think the first thing is understanding, you know, what, what your differentiator is, whether again, on the employment side or the uh, consumer side. Um, and as you know, the digital space evolved um, and, and grew and became more popular, um, we wanted to jump into that space. Before we did that though, we needed to do some research on um, sort of what was our value proposition, who were, um, who were our potential audiences, where were they hanging out in the digital world, um, and what were they looking for there. And so really, you know, important um, work to understand all of that before you know, jumping into developing any content. So um, we, again, about as I said, about 10 years ago, um, jumped into the Facebook realm um, and started with that. And then, of course, over the course of time, added um, a variety of other channels as we understood this concept of sort of meet, meet your audience where they are hanging out um, and, um, and learn lessons around um, the kinds of content that resonated and how do we tell that culture story, that differentiator story in a variety of different ways and a, and a variety of different places um, in order to, you know, to, to best resonate with those audiences. Yeah. I mean, it's because it's really interesting that, you know, over the last kind of, I guess it's a decade really that employer brand has been a big thing. That right. idea of looking after your staff so that they then look after your customers is sort of everywhere now, I guess. But then, you know, it sounds like that was something from the very beginning. I guess the, the question, and it's sort of disconnected from that really, is how did you know that the people that you were trying to get were where they were going to be on Facebook, where they were yeah. going to be on the social channels? Like, what, what kind of research did you do to find exactly where they were going to be? So we did research um, through a, a third-party vendor um, that helped us understand um, um, you know, among job seekers, not currently at Marriott, right, around the world, sort of what were they looking for in employers, um, what kinds of experiences, um, you know, what benefits, what, you know, what were they looking for, right? Mm -hmm. what, what would make them jump from a current job into a potential career with Marriott? Um, and, and simultaneously, we also did research with existing associates. You know, why did they come? What kept them here? Um, and within that research, or as a result of that research, actually, um, we have developed, our agency developed five or six personas, right? So a conglomeration of preferences and, and, um, and, and, you know, or pieces of of the responses and the and the research findings that mm -hmm. developed then personas. When we took a look at those personas, it was fairly easy for us to figure out. Okay, you know, based on what they're telling us, and based on sort of these personas that we're that we're seeing. Um, mm -hmm. 
where they may be hanging out in digital spaces. Some of that was related to age demographics. Some of it was related to you know, where they were um, in, in terms of education and, and spectrum of community and you know how important yeah. was community and where were they finding all that and that kind of thing. So a, lo a lot that came out of the research that helped us fine tune that strategy. One thing that's really interesting looking at the different types of content that you've created, and we can maybe talk a little bit about that in a minute, but mm -hmm. it's not all necessarily an, a, about sort of big tub-thumping brand movies that kind of draw people in. Some, yeah. some of it can be really simple. And I think the video that I'd like to share now is, and I'll just share a little bit of it, was, was the How to Apply for a Job film, which I think yeah. has real success with. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so one of the things that we do is on a monthly basis, we collect uh, metrics um, and take a look at that. We develop a, a scoreboard that is used within our own team to help refine um, our strategy or what what kinds of content or where we might be putting it in, in the coming months. Um, and I noted that uh, we just completed a, a mid-year um, scoreboard um, a few a couple of months ago and what I noted was that a a video that we produced well, how many years ago Nick I can't remember now um, I took ago. a look at it the other day but I mm. want to say it was it's at least three or four years old mm -hmm. yeah. on how to apply for a job with Marriott um, because some of the conversations online had been, you know, that people were finding it difficult or, you know, they, they didn't know where to go and what to do. And so we, we literally produced, um, you know, a, a well-crafted video on how to apply for a job. And in our mid-year scoreboard, that was one of the top three videos um, yeah. on YouTube that, you know, that was still getting tens of thousands of hits even years later. Fantastic. Well, here we go. So, you found the perfect job with us. That's great. Here's how to apply using our quick and easy online application system. Before going to the sign-in screen, you may select your preferred language in the upper right corner of the search page and then begin by logging in. If this is your first time applying for a Marriott International job, you'll need to create an account. But don't worry, it's easy. If you have applied in the past, enter your username and password. But if you don't remember one or both of these, simply use the links on the login screen to reset them. Now that you've logged in, let's start the application. We're going to assume this is your first time applying for a job with us. There are a few ways to complete this section. If you have a LinkedIn or Indeed profile, save some time by uploading your information using your profile from these websites. There's also the traditional way. By uploading a Word document or PDF of your resume or CV, your information will automatically fill in much of the application. Or you're welcome to manually enter or edit your profile as well. So I'll just stop that right there. Um, you know, it, it carries on. It, it sort of it reminds me of when I, I worked briefly for uh, BBC News. And while, we, while I was there, we did a review with a series of focus groups around all the different news content that the BBC creates from the really high end flagship stuff like Newsnight and the Today programme right through to Newsround, which is produced for, for kids under the age of 12. And no matter what the demographic, where in the country it was, 
the most popular news programme produced by the BBC was Newsround. And the reason for that was because there was no assumed knowledge. Every single element, uh, every story was explained in depth. And I think it can be quite easy for anyone creating content to feel that like there's so much that you know and that you talk about and you think about every single day. It can be very easy to create work which is relatively impenetrable. Actually, you can almost never make it too simple. And so something really simple like, you know, how to apply for a job can be really, really effective. I guess, like, just sort of moving on from there, like, what, how were you able to find um, other types of content? Because obviously there's, you know, there's, there's that, that would define, if you were to take sort of the Google Hero Help and Hygiene or, or mm-hmm. um, Hub, sorry, Hero Hub and Hygiene Content, which they've also called Help, uh, which is their sort of way of creating a channel. And the idea of that is that it splits the different ways that people search for content online or find content online. So yeah. people might search how to apply for a job at Marriott, they'll find that video. They might just be browsing and they'll see a big high-end hero piece and they'll go, oh, and they'll get sucked into the channel um, and, and the hub content, which sort of is like the, the, the jam in your jammy dodger, if you like. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, do you, how do you guys get to the jam in the jammy dodger, if you like? From my perspective, it's always more fun and interesting, right, to produce the hero content and um, and and to produce that sort of sort of hub content, if you will. And we've we've tried it a couple of different ways from a sort of a three part series, um, you know, where we've hired actors to the hero content that um, I think you may show at some point um we did we've done a lot of that the the help content is you know to your point not the sexy stuff but um clearly if you if you're giving them you know what they want and what they need they'll come back um for other things right when uh, maybe after they've applied um they'll come back and and perhaps they'll um become you know, followers and, um, and, you know, follow on social media and things like that. Um, and then they, of course, we hope the whole purpose is so that they become brand ambassadors um, uh, among social media or within social media and elsewhere. So the question was sort of how did we decide? Um, I think some of it literally evolved organically. Um, you showed part of the clip that you showed initially had um, what looked like animation or it was animation in there. That was uh, our first try at, um, at video content. And, and honestly, that evolved out of a podcast series that we engaged casual films to help us with out of the gate. Um, it involved um, some casual films team staff and, as well as our spokesperson at the time, um, which was David Rodriguez, which was our global um, HR officer. And um, he sort of took it upon himself to to be the spokesperson um, and to talk about our culture and our employee and our employer brand um, and experience um, in you know c- conversational, entertaining kinds of ways that we hoped would um, engage and retain a- an audience. So that that was sort of first out of the gate um, in terms of 
planful content. Um, and then, you know, um, got some good results there um, and figured out kind of what it took to boost content, you know, what kind of budget and, and what was the difference between, you know, letting things grow organically and, um, and really putting some dollars behind them and not a lot of dollars. Um, yeah. Could you maybe just explain a little, could you maybe just explain for people, um, who are listening, like some of the processes that you went through to, to promote some of the films that you'd made and how you yeah. chose which ones to promote and, and, and yeah, how you did that. Yeah. So, um, in the beginning it was, like I said, literally connecting, um, some of our social media channels, like a Facebook, um, Instagram, I don't even think it might not have even been around at that point. Um, and we're, we're a late player, um, in terms of content, careers content in um, on LinkedIn, but are going gangbusters with it now. So it was really a lot of focus on Facebook and um, um, as well as we developed um, a, um, you know, a CRM newsletter that so that what's the what, what am I trying to say here? Everything was tied together. We had a career site website that where people could sign up to follow us to receive our newsletter about job opportunities around the world or in certain disciplines. Um, we, you know, we would promote a podcast or a video there that was also connected to Facebook, you know, where people could um, start to get a sense of who we were and we were posting things there. We developed the YouTube channel um, where we would actually house things and then, um, you know, put money. Um, we started by putting money in, in YouTube um, and then have evolved Involved. Um, we now have an Instagram channel. We tried Snapchat for a bit um, and decided to close that down. It, uh, in the scheme of things, um, it just, you know, there wasn't a whole lot compared to the other channels um, of following. So I guess the point I'm trying to make is it's this hub and spoke approach, right, where you, you are developing content video, infographic, whatever it is, and it needs to live someplace um, or it needs to live multiple places that then send, you know, that are reaching people in a variety of different ways through a variety of different channels. So no matter where they're hanging out um, or how they've come to find out about you, um, the hope is that, you know, that, 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 channel or that piece of content will then send them back to the main piece where, you know, maybe at that point they're interested in watching a, you know, seven minute video or, you know, an eight minute video or a five minute video. Um, but we're at the point now where <clears throat> um, we are developing content in a variety of formats, even when we're starting with video, we're always taking into account, okay, how are we going to slice and dice this for different channels like Instagram, right, where we've got five seconds or 10 seconds um, to grab someone's attention versus when they're looking for us on YouTube, or if they're search searching on YouTube, they may be more inclined to you know, watch two thirds of the way through. Um, so a lot of, a lot of lessons learned there. I'm happy to chat about that in terms of content and how you build the content. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, we're, we're, 
as I mentioned before, monitoring, you know, we've got Google Analytics, but we've also got our uh, careers site connected with our talent acquisition, our, our application, online application process. So we know um, any given time sort of what's driving people to our career site and then are they, so we know where they're coming from in general terms or what sort of what percentage of our stops there are coming from, you know, other social media channels and then how, what percentage of those are then going in to actually apply. So, you know, we're, we're a big engine, but we started off as a really small engine yeah. uh, in, in the, in so the digital this, space. Uh, yeah. I guess that's something where, uh, uh, yeah, let me dig a little bit deeper there is that, you know, it sounds like you've got a very well developed, and obviously from the you know the video that we played at the top, there's you've got a very developed process with lots and lots of different content all complementing one another. Um, where if if this if you're someone who's you know for for someone who's listening in, um, yeah. who maybe they're like they're not so far down the line, yeah. Uh, what what would be step one to to creating a content channel? to help you drive your, your recruitment? Well, I'd always want to see what else was going on in my organization, mm -hmm. right? Um, I think whether you're a huge organization or a small organization, the inclination is to work in silos. <coughs> and um, there were some, um, you know, more corporate or brand in our case, some of our hotel brands, were doing things content-wise that we could, I, I don't want to say we repurposed because at that time we didn't, did not, mm -hmm. um, because it's just a little complicated. We're, we're the sort of the Marriott International umbrella, right? Yeah. And then you we're not promoting jobs for particular yeah. you know, areas of our business or, or brands necessarily. Um, but yeah, I think there, so I would start by not reinventing the wheel by thinking, mm -hmm. oh, well, there may be other parts of my organization that are already producing content that I can repurpose. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's first and, and foremost, I, I would say that, um, we kind of jumped in feet first mm -hmm. into the digital space in terms of channels. And as I mentioned, tried to become a presence on Facebook long before we had video or other content to share. It was more, you know, messaging and conversation starters, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you turn that, that messaging into, you know, a mantra, a, a, a graphic, a, you know, um, a banner of some yeah. kind, right? Um, um, if, you know, if, if that's what your budget and sort of where you are in that um, content development um, journey, if that's where you are, then I think there's some, probably some low hanging fruit. Yeah. We, we learned a huge lesson this year. Um, we have a, what's called a food and beverage division So um, here at corporate. So they um, sort of set the strategy and innovate around food and beverage across particular brands of hotels that we own and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. They were going gangbusters, um, had a, as you can imagine, a consumer budget 
marketing budget to develop video around um, Marriott's, you know, food and beverage experience at any of our hotels. And because of the collaboration or the relationship that has been established by our, um, my digital team here in the careers space with those entities, we were able to take those um, videos and slice and dice them and repurpose them and position them as, uh, you know, here, here are, here's what Marriott's doing in the food and beverage space. You know, don't you want to be a part of this? They were well done. You know, they were the ones that division budgeted for them. We put some money behind promoting them, but um, we're able to definitely take advantage of, again, another department's content. Yeah, I think, you know, that's that's really important because we're getting to a point now where even relative latecomers have got, there will be an amount of content that's being created. Yeah. And, you know, everyone needs things quicker, faster, better, cheaper. Yeah. Um, and if you can work with the stuff that you've already got, um, it can be a really effective way of, of, of just getting things out there and then just, just trying, you know, see what works. Yes. Put it on, you know, put it on your different social channels, see what lengths work on which channels. Yes. There's endless information online that you can find yeah. that will help you, or you can speak to a specialist, um, like for example, um, casual films, um, right. who would be very, who would be very happy to help you. Um, uh, so, you know, it doesn't really matter what the bu your budget is or what you're trying to achieve. I mean, the fact is we've all got cell phones that shoot stunning videos now. Yeah. You can go and you can just 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 try it and just see. Um, yeah, I, I think we, we did. We took we took some risks. We took some chances. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that I want to drive home is, are some of the lessons that we've learned. You know, yeah. we started off um, featuring our, you know, global executive HR officer um, and the first couple of years did a lot of, you know, head face to camera, you know, hearing from key executives that nobody knows mm -hmm. um, about, you know, Marriott culture and things like that. And for a number of reasons, we needed to start that way, right? Um, yeah. When we created a film that featured our own associates, whom I like to call our best brand ambassadors, right? And if you've got a bit of a healthy culture and a healthy engagement among your employees, your your employees are probably your best, you know, brand ambassadors. Soon as we started featuring them and letting them, giving them the mic, right? Giving them the opportunity to tell their story and to tell Marriott's story, that's when things started to skyrocket. And it became really clear really quickly that what the public wanted to hear was, you know, from our own associates in a very authentic way. Great. And that, that tees up our final video, um, which is the, uh, the Sheila uh, Module 9 video, um, which, yeah, just sort of typifies exactly what you've just been saying. Do you want to just give us a really quick uh, intro to what, what this is about? Yeah, so um, a couple of years ago, we went around the globe, um, again, to give folks the opportunity, our own associates um, on the ground in our hotels, the opportunity to talk about what part of our Marriott culture 
um, or what parts of it are most engaging for them and most fulfilling for them and um, gave them the chance to talk about what we call our take care culture, which is how we describe the employment experience. So um, yeah, she's talking about the, the, the values, the alignment of values between herself and the company. And then um, what are some of the things that help her stay engaged here at Marriott? Great. My mom and my dad, they are a role model for me. As soon as I was seven years, I'm involved in activities of helping others. Everybody knows in the hotel that I'm crazy about kids. So we start with a spirit to serve activity in the school. Let's see how can we help them, what do they need, and let's do something for their community. We collect food for them, we collect toys, painting their faces, singing, dancing with them. We have around three years working with them. I really enjoy that activity and actually we will continue having more plans to helping those kids. ¿Cuándo son las próximas vacaciones? ¿Y la niña cómo sigue? During this process, I have learned the value of giving the others a little bit of what I already have. The YCI program is a very good initiative of Marriott that helps students that don't have the same opportunities that most of us have. Good education, living with our parents, passing through all the departments, getting an opportunity to be someone in the future. Cesar, arreglate el name tag, Papa. They call me Mama Sheila because I have always separate conversations, okay? How's everything? How can I help you? When I see myself, oh my God, I have everything. And if I can give something of what I have to these teenagers, well, more than happy to do it. Spirit to Serve is an initiative that helps marry with the responsibility and how do the guests and also our associates see our company. We say the same way that they are taking care of us, they are taking care of the community. Wow, that's a big commitment for a company. That definitely made me feel proud of that. Yeah, that's, that's so great. And so, you know, in, in reflection of what you said about um, your employees being your best brand ambassadors, she's so honest and real and, you know, it's such an overused word, but sort of authentically yes. portraying those values that you're trying to underline. You can't fake it. No, uh, no, you can't. I think that's probably the most important message that I have today is, you know, know who you are, know what differentiates you and be authentic. And I think if, if you apply all three of those principles to your content, things will work out great. Um, you saw her, I don't know whether you noticed or any of anyone listening or watching today noticed, but she was crying at one point, mm. um, dabbing her eyes when she was talking about the, the young men that she was mentoring. And um, so, you know, clearly that sort of mentoring, um, you know, opportunity is near and dear to her heart. She feels very strongly about um, 
the, you know, what she's been blessed with in terms of her family, who you saw in the beginning of the film and her parents and, and things like that, and feels um, just very strongly about, you know, mentoring others that are, that are less fortunate. Um, so our culture, while we talk about it being a take care culture and, and care of our associates and things like that, the two words that really represent that in terms of your employment experience is empowerment and opportunity. And both of which she talks about, but um, I think you see it played out there. She, you know, is, has been given opportunities to sort of follow a passion or, you know, work on a daily basis where she has the chance to um, give back yeah. to her community and um, has been, you know, empowered to do that on behalf of Marriott. So. Yeah, I mean, I've, you know, we've, we've sort of avoided talking too much about culture, although obviously the culture is, is, is very strong, mainly because we talked a lot about it in the um, in our first two um, podcasts that we did, which you can you can find on, on Apple Podcasts or anywhere that you find mm -hmm. podcasts and listen to podcasts. Um, and I'd recommend that you do that. Subscribe. Um, so keep up to date. Uh, we've got a number of really great uh, interviews coming up um, and this one will be up there before you know it. Um, so yeah, do, do sign up. Um, I think one of the things that I feel like I say a lot, but it, you know, you almost can't say it too much is that I think one of the things that I really love about making films that define things like value and brand is that it can take something that's relatively intangible, like a business value, like empowerment mm -hmm. and, and it shows it so tangibly. So, uh, you know, uh, Sheila's sitting at that, table talking to those the, the the men you know it's it that is empowerment personified um yeah. which makes it such a powerful tool for building an internal culture yeah um, one thing that we uh, you know we haven't had a chance to show but um i will maybe show share a little clip in in the show notes is uh, the wonder not series yeah we talked a little bit about the podcast um and we're going to finish up in a second so if you've got a question, a burning question for Denise, do get it in shortly. Um, but do you want to just tell us a little, talk a little bit more about what, how you went from the podcast to sort of putting the animated overlay on it, and what and yeah. how that changed the engagement that you got with it? Yeah. So you know, we talked a little bit about it, but we we did sort of tip our toes, dip our toes into the social space. Um, doing podcast and simply because it was easy and cost effective, you know, as a first start. Um, and, um, you know, it was planned out and there was a theme behind each one. And, um, it, you know, it, it, again, it worked, but I, we were looking for sort of, okay, how do we take our um, reach, you know, really far into the stratosphere? Um, and so working with casual, you know, films decided, hey, let's try this um, different way, right, of getting the message across in an entertaining, sort of fast-paced, visually exciting um way and you know sort of almost a jump off of um um 
you know, other TV shows that, Mm -hmm. that have done that. Um, Yeah. yeah, it was just a way to sort of get started without investing, um, a good chunk of budget in, you know, traveling and being on the ground, different places and things like that. So, um, and, and I think in terms of promotion, it was, you know, it was kind of very different. Mm -hmm. Um, It allowed us to get into the visual realm. Absolutely. I mean, it's really interesting. You know, it's, it's very eye catching. Um, You know, and I, they're, they're very simple to do. Um, I you know I'd recommend you checking out the um, the little clip that I share um, because it is it's it's such a great way of getting around a number of production challenges. So not yeah. being able to get everyone in the room, you can do telephone interviews, which can then be animated. Right. You don't have to worry about people looking awkward on camera. It's just it sort of ticks so many boxes, and it's it's one of these great examples of of necessity generating yeah. something which is creatively really engaging. Um, yeah, you know, relatively easy to do, as you mentioned, you yeah. know, you're recording something, you can record it as many times as you want. Um, and then the illustrators, um, you know, the illustrators, a casual film to, to illustrate the film and you're done. I guess just to finish off, just one final question really for me um, is, uh, you, you know, you've been at Marriott for, for some time now um, and yeah. at a time when people move around a lot. I, I just wondered what does that sort of length of experience in a company give you um, and, and what's stayed the same and what, what's maybe changed over, over your time with, with the company? So I think um, that my length of time here has given me the opportunity to really see how a, a business, um, you know, continues to take risks and innovate mm-hmm. and, and as one of our founders said, you know, fail and fail fast and move on. Um, it's also given me a huge amount of historical knowledge um, related to communicating with our associates and our job seekers. Um, and that's, you know, proven to be invaluable um, as long as I'm willing to stay flexible. You know, um, mm-hmm. things change so quickly. Um, yeah. I think. What has remained the same is, is definitely this culture of empowerment and opportunity. I've had some, I've been lucky enough to have some just awesome, um, you know, managers and, and mentors um, in the organization and who have, you know, had my back and encouraged me to take risks. Um, like I said, I drank the Kool-Aid early and often and, mm-hmm. um, and it's, you know, it's, it's been my pleasure to be here, but this, I like personally, I love to get in on the ground floor of things and I've been yeah. given the, the chance to, as the work has evolved and as the employer brand became a, you know, a business strategy and, and things like that, I've been, um, able to get in on the ground floor and help shape things. And, and for me personally, you know, from a marketing background and perspective, that's, that's what's important to me. That's what helps, you know, get me up and out of bed every morning is the ability to help shape kind of the direction that we're going in and what we're saying and how we're saying it. Great. Thanks, Denise. Um, I'm going to ask you uh, for your, what would be your one takeaway um, in just one second. Um, but I'm just going to say uh, like casual films uh, who uh, bring this 
podcast to you um, is a business that works with uh, Fortune 500 companies and companies that want to stand out globally. We have offices in the UK and across the US, um, and we would be really pleased to talk to you about any potential uh, projects that you might have um, in the coming months. You can do that by contacting us via our website or going to or emailing us some projects at casualfilms.com. If you want to get in touch with me, you can do that. Um, my email is nick at casualfilms. Um, and uh, I think my one takeaway from today was around the thinking about profiles and who are the different people that you're trying to communicate with, what's the type of content that they're going to engage with, and then just giving it a shot and seeing what resonates for different people. So what would be your one takeaway, Denise? My one takeaway would be if you're going to jump into the digital world, you will need to have an always on mentality. You mm -hmm. don't have to do that necessarily by producing, you know, video in multiple ways, multiple videos, you know, all year long. Not many of us, at least on the employment side, have that kind of budget. So my one takeaway would be think about all the ways that you can produce big and small pieces of content. Um, you know, whether that's a, a piece of advice, um, a, you know, sharing a mantra, um, sharing a photo, you know, lots of different ways to develop content. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ma maximizing the mileage of your content. Yeah. Um, if, if someone wants to follow up with you and, and get in touch, what, what would be the best way to do that? Um, I'm at Marriott, and so it's Denise.Feldman at Marriott.com. So that's D-E-N-I-S-E dot Feldman, F-E-L-D-M-A-N, at Marriott, two R's, two T's, dot com. Great. Um, listen, thank you so much. You can reach me there. Great. LinkedIn. LinkedIn is, yeah, is, is, is always a good one. Um, thank you so much for, for joining us and giving us My your time pleasure. this morning. It's been really, really interesting. And um, yeah, there we go. Next time uh, we have a very exciting guest that I'm just nailing down. Um, so I'll share the details very shortly. Not literally, obviously. And um, I will look forward to seeing you there. And Denise, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. And everyone you listening. Say. You too. Thanks a lot. Right. Bye now. Bye-bye.